Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as with a garment, stretching out the heavens like a tent. Psalm 104, verses 1 and 2. Uh, I relate to this psalm in so many different ways because of all my hiking experience, there are these wonderful uh, descriptions of nature and of, of the earth and the world. Uh, I write as a response to it, all around us, we see the work of art that is creation. Quote, you make springs gush forth in the valleys, you flow between the hills, you give drink to every beast of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst, unquote. Yes, look and see and praise the Lord, the author of creation. Yeah, the, the pictures are beautiful. It's, it's unfortunate that in history, in response to enlightenment thinking and science, that uh, people tried to take the creation theme of the Bible and move it to explanatory modes because this is poetic language that speaks to the grandeur of God. It, it's doxology. It, it's showing that what we see is magnificent. So try to get your mind around how magnificent the creator is behind it. Uh, he's the one who stretched out these heavens like a tent. And uh, uh, the psalmist had a much better uh, holy and sanctified imagination than we do today. And the word imagination uh, ties in with the word poetry. We talked about the uh, the, uh, the poetic nature of uh, much of the language in Scripture uh, on an earlier day, and we won't retread those uh, but uh, those uh, thoughts. But uh, God is Creator. Uh, God as poet, no, man as poet, reflecting the glory of God through language, uh, through song, uh, through art, uh, because we are simply reflecting back on this magnificent mystery that we all live in. And when we awaken into it, it awakens that sense of poetry that is in our souls, uh, God put eternity in the hearts of men. God put that little piece of himself, the poet that is God, the poetry that is his creation, uh, uh, out there before us. And it's exhilarating uh, and not something that's mundane, not something that's, uh, you know, truth through science. It's truth through the creation, the poetic creation of the world that we get to see day in and day out, whatever time of year it is and wherever you are. And in little things and large things, you can see the word, the hand of God at work. Yeah, it's, it's even the literature itself then becomes part of the expression of the beauty. It's when people write with such um, clarity and help, uh, I would say, unlock the imagination that's within us. It becomes part of the co-creating with God to express the beauty of the Lord in ways that are just phenomenal. And this is part of why I love the scripture so much is they have a way of putting things in such clear yet 
magnificent declaration that our hearts are intrigued in, in such fresh ways. I was doing some writing on a book this morning that I'm preparing on the Ascension, and I was thinking about Luke's style and how it's so beautiful, the literary unfolding of salvation history. And I quote this author, Rossetti, who says, Give honor unto Luke Evangelist, for it was, an age legend says, he who first taught art to fold her hands and pray. And the literature itself is an inspiration unto prayer and to the beauty of the Lord.